Hey, I'm Jacob. And I'm Alden. And we're both teachers at a Canadian school in China. And we're searching for answers. But poorly! So that makes us real human beings. This is our podcast where we talk about random stuff like uh, movies, TV shows, music. Life in China, teaching, politics, sports, pretty much whatever we're interested in. Uh, so what's on the schedule today? Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, and all other denominations, welcome to tonight's show. Please take your seats and be bumbled. Be Bumble. <laughs> that's probably not worth it at all. I think that's completely <laughs> worth it. So, uh, Be Bumble. J- 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 Jacob, Sit what, down. why don't you tell the, the lovely listeners at home what we what we watched? Well, we are we are going to talk about <laughs> Bumblebee. We're going to talk about Bumblebee. The Bee Movie? The Bee with, Movie. With uh, Jerry Springer? <laughs> with Jerry Springer. <laughs> you like jazz? No. With Seinfeld? <laughs> with Seinfeld? Jerry Seinfeld. Yeah, yeah. Jerry Seinfeld. Um, <sighs> we just watched, we didn't just watch, well, we watched recently. We watched, recently. We watched yeah. within the last four days. Yeah. Within recent memory. Yeah, uh, Bumblebee. Yeah, Bumblebee. Here's the deal. People can be terrible about things they don't understand. From now on, the only person you can show yourself around is me. Oh, I'm, I'm good. Now I'm good, thanks. There's a war raging on our planet. If this criminal isn't found, that war may find its way here. Is there anyone that can help you? Do you have a family? Oh, who would be? The newest Transformers movie. Yeah, the newest Transformers. Ugh, newest no, Transformers movie. Here's the weird thing. I don't think it's a Transformers movie. I don't. I didn't feel like a Transformers movie. It didn't. Like I, in my mind, it's like yeah, there's Transformers in it, but it's not a Transformers movie. Does that make sense? Yeah, that's fair actually. That I don't. I'm not putting it sense. in the Transformers it world. It doesn't feel the same way. Yeah. Yeah. yeah what's so so? Just describe like before we get into the movie. Like, so, Man on the Street. Well. Oh yeah, actually. Doodly, sure. doodly, Time for Man on the Street. Yeah. <laughs> do that one first. Hey there, I'm just walking down the street. Hell, oh, hell, have yeah. you, I can't do admitted landing as well. Have you heard the news? I always watch this amazing, amazing, seashells by the seashells by the seashore. Sorpheus. Sorpheus, Sorpheus. Well, just walking down the street. Yeah. Have you heard the news? I just watched. Oh my god, what? Oh, random. Why are you naked? That's normal. Don't worry about it. The movie was so exciting, I had to take off my clothes and run out into the street and let you know about Bumblebee. The movie, it's a soft reboot of Michael Bay's Transformers. So you're thinking, oh no, here we go again. Bayisms. Trump. Trump? Transformerisms. Don't worry, brain's going at the moment. It's all over the place. Trump? Trump? Whew. No, the point is, 
Uh, it's set during the 80s, and yeah. it's like E.T. meets giant robots. Yeah, nice. Hey, that's pretty good. Yeah. That's pretty good. Uh, with a bit of extended verbiage in the line of like, I want to say uh, gremlins or like something that you're like trying to keep hidden and there's like danger involved. I mean, that's, that's E.T. Yeah, and, and there's and like, yeah, Iron back, giant yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Those ones yeah. Too, Iron Giant, that's the, yeah. that's the good one. Um, yeah, E.T. meets robots. Cool. I was thinking before we get like full into it though, mm-hmm. we could talk a little bit about what we think about Transformers in mm-hmm. general. Because, well, I mean, honestly, I don't have much to say about the Transformers. Like, I always knew they were... My friend always had the Transformers, like the actual toys. Oh, we're talking like way back when. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm saying, like, what was your history with, with all of it? Um, my friend always had the Transformers, and, like, the the, the dinosaur always... ones were the the, the, the the best. Beast Wars? Yeah. I never watched the TV show. Sick. Um, it's like I... reboot levels of 3D graphics. Yeah, I know. For real. <laughs> um... And I, I've never, I never watched the old '80s cartoon, and I never watched uh, really uh, any of the Michael Bay movies either. Mm-hmm. So honestly, it never made an impact on me. Mm-hmm. I don't care about the Transformers mm-hmm. at all. I don't know why I chose all of a sudden to watch this one. I guess just basically because it got good reviews, okay Maybe. reviews. Yeah. yeah. Um, I don't know. What's your What's your experience with Transformers? Transformers. Did you, did you play with them as a kid? No, they were fucking lame. <laughs> Like I, I don't, I don't understand. <laughs> Beyblades? No, I don't understand the appeal of Transformers because to me it was always just like so stupid. Like, oh, this robot yeah. turns into a fucking truck. Cool. Uh-huh. Why don't I just have my goddamn GI Joe, fucking Cobra Commander, Snake Eyes ripping around with like an Uzi and a katana? That's cool. Not this big dumb red and blue truck that goes Autobots roll out. There's a million robots that turn into something. And this is a building that turned into a robot. What's fun about playing with a building? That's not any fun. They had a cool theme song, and I appreciated that. I just think I was a little bit too old by the time Transformers had finished its sort of... What is the Transformers theme song? It's like Reagan. No, what what is the theme song? Uh, Transformers, robots in disguise. Transformers robots in the sky because it lines up with the sky. Well, my friend always used to say transvestites, what's between their thighs? I mean, that's a classic. Little homophobic, little transphobic, mm-hmm. but uh, you know. Mm-hmm. Anyways, Schrodinger's penis. <laughs> wow, <laughs> that's a new low for me. I think. <laughs> uh, so you did not care for Transformers. No, I didn't. I didn't. You, you liked the far more the far, <laughs> far more, more cooler and the, violent uh, G.I. Joe's. Honestly, when I was watching, when I, I mean, we didn't really have TV, so I didn't watch a lot of cartoons <laughs> yeah. when I was younger. But it was like reboot or uh, like anime stuff if it was on Digimon for example. But really Transformers just seemed like kind of what's the point? Like mm-hmm. I know it, there's cooler things out there. And I think that um, it just I never saw the appeal. I, this is, reminds me of uh, watching the very long deconstruction of um, the Hobbit movie, which Jacob is oh. now rolling his oh, eyes. Oh, I thought you're. I thought okay, that could have gone one of two ways. I thought you're gonna say the Garfield, <laughs> Garfield cartoon. No, no, the deconstruction of the of the Hobbit movie by Lindsay Ellis. It's really good. It's really good. It's an hour long. Um, it's like more than that. Yeah, it's crazy it's long. For all three parts. Yeah. yeah, it's it's super long. But she talks about how, like, nostalgia plays such a huge role in understanding these films. And, like, when you're a kid reading The Hobbit, 
you have such an imagined world and the conflict the conflict between like nostalgia versus like what reality is and like how and then it got me thinking of like what towards Star Wars and all these other fandoms mm-hmm. right and you look at Ready Player One which we've talked about before which is just basically like hey look look at this thing that you remember the movie like enough people have yeah. talked about Ready Player One for me to not make this point but on the subject of Transformers I never had that nostalgia bug so I never gave a shit about it so when the movies came out under Bay you had even less I, even, shit I just I was like okay whatever like <laughs> cool there's an attractive woman in it I like that well but that was yeah. about it <laughs> nothing beyond beyond what I I don't know I'm similar in that sense like where nostalgia doesn't play uh, a theme to me you know mm-hmm. in terms of that uh like like it doesn't it, it never made me want to see the movies mm-hmm. and basically all I ever thought about them were like they were really loud mm-hmm. they were really verbose I didn't at the time they came out though I didn't really have a, an opinion about Michael Bay himself no. so I, I didn't I, really care that I was much. young enough to enjoy the Transformers movie in like a yeah. purely libidinal sense of like libidinal like explosions Weird. like it it, it, it applies uh-huh. to the 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 mm-hmm. id it was a very id movie you know. I guess though the Transformers the the series is not trying to capture you and I. No. In fact, it's not even trying to necessarily capture uh, a fan, a fan, uh, a, a a American fan. Because I guess what I'm getting at is the fact that most of the money that they ever made is overseas. Mm-hmm. So let's play a little game here, mm-hmm. um, called Yes, the Box Office. <laughs> <laughs> This is all from Box Office Mojo. Uh, I want. I, I have all the different ones here. Sick. I want you to. Oh man, there's so many. So let's go with uh, Transformers, the very first. So it's movie. just called Transformers. It's just called Transformers. It's Shia, La- Shia LaBeouf's big breakout role. Yeah. It's 2007. 2007. Yeah, very good. Nice. I remember that because I was in high school. Yep. Uh, Would have been like what? Uh, fall mm-hmm. release, I think. Or was it um, summer release? Was it a summer release? I don't remember. Yeah, it doesn't say here. Yeah. So. Um, let's see percentage difference I mean it's the first movie they still probably have an American market I'm going to say something like a 25% increase between Wait, the two so like you mean like so, the, so what are the percent like so 40 so like is it 50-50 split oh, or is it like, like a, I'm going to say it's I'm going to say it's like 40-60 split 40-60 40 domestic 60 international oh okay that's actually pretty close um, yeah it's because it's the first movie it made uh, 700 million million and it split 45 55 yeah it's going to be close so uh so domestic it made 45 percent, and then 55 percent. yeah and then uh what we get to next is uh revenge of the that that comes in at fourth overall yeah. for box office and there's four movies general. there are five there's five. six with the bumblebee fucking christ there's five all right go what's the, the next movie. one called uh, the next one is Revenge of the Fallen. It came out two years later in 2009. That's the one where they introduced uh, Megatron? And Maybe. there's like... I don't know. Oh, fuck. I don't remember any of these. Bigger split. We're going to go... I'm going to stick to 4060 again. Uh-huh. Uh, more money this time. I think it's going to be make even more money. But the division okay. between international and, and domestic is growing. Sure. Um, so it made 800 million. 836. Mm-hmm. Um, and the split is... Forty-eight percent domestic oh, and fifty-one percent, fifty-one percent overseas. Okay, so, it, it, so yeah, so actually domestic actually did a little bit better. Yeah, that's the same. Um, which is interesting. Uh, but I guess maybe because of that, Revenge of the Fallen I think was like one of the worst. Really? Or so I've heard. Yeah. yeah. So I don't, I don't remember much from any of these movies. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, they all. They all so what's the third movie. one called? But the third one is Darker the Moon. Oh, I I know this. I know this for a fact. Is like twenty eighty or something crazy like that. It's got to be like ludicrously in, in favor yeah. of international. 
Well, yeah, so it came out in 2011, so mm-hmm. it's three years later, mm-hmm. or two years later, sorry, mm-hmm. I can't do math. Um, and it, it's kind of, like, you can kind of see the trends, because now mm-hmm. it's a 31-68 split. Yeah, it's just more. It is the, it is the most, it, is, it made the most money making $1.1 billion. In China, right? Probably something like uh, that. Overseas, it made $700 million. It's got to be China. So. I mean, that's probably. I'm not gonna. I'm not. I'm not one to blanket statement. That's not usually my jam. Oh yeah, right. But I'm gonna blanket statement. Yeah, blanket statement here. China, as a rule, has shit taste. Or I guess. Or I think we were talking about this recently with the Bumblebee movie. Is it just virtue of the population demographics? Like you just have enough people. Like they're the maybe the taste is good, but like, hey. See, here's the interesting thing. This came out in 2011. Yeah. Uh, when they when China made it like yeah. huge. Yeah. Uh, the next movie is Age of Extinction. Yeah. 2014. Uh-huh. Do you want to give a guess then? <sighs> this, is, this is number four. Uh, let's just say like 27, 70 something. Yeah, it's 22 domestic, yeah. uh, 77 yeah. overseas, and it made 1.104 billion dollars. It's it's just yeah. it comes in at number two, yeah. so it's the second most highest one. Yeah. But at this point, you can see basically most of its money it is, is overseas, overseas yeah. and that's where it will stay. Yeah. But here's the interesting part, because then Transformers: The Last Night. Yeah. Um, I'll just tell you, it made far less. Money. Like what, like 600 million? Yeah, exactly. Actually, six six oh five, and that is similar. Twenty one percent domestic, seventy eight percent international. It just, but it's like maybe people realized they yeah. were like, oh, it's just the same these movie. Do suck. Was it Shia LaBeouf the whole way through? No, no, no. So uh, Age of Extinction and Last Night are Mark Wahlberg. <laughs> he, he's he's a he's an inventor. Right. Hey, what's going on here? <laughs> what what's this car? Hey, I'm Mark Wahlberg. You guys know me. It's the holiday season. Let's go talk to some Christmas animals. Why is he always getting cast as smart people? He's a fucking idiot. Well, Jake, you you face symmetrical. He's a fucking dumbo. And like... You face symmetrical? Maybe... I love that part of the happening. If he didn't open his mouth, maybe I could pretend that he's an intelligent man. But as soon as he fucking talks, you're like, this dude's a moron. Hey, Partridge, how's it hanging? Where's your pear tree? Oh, there it is. So you were in that song, 12 Days of Christmas. I was in The Happening. Did you see that movie? (laughs) Okay. Talk to you later, Partridge. There are a ton of videos out there, which I will link in the end notes, about Bay and his filmmaking. So if you're interested in that, Mm -hmm. Lindsay Ellis is another very good one for that uh, resource. Patrick T. Williams has a whole entire sequence on it, too. Um... So they, they can talk a lot more than me about Bay, but uh, I don't know. Maybe it's because, like, the internationally, 2010 was about the time of them opening up yeah. again. I think that's... Because that would have been that would have been when Xi Jinping is yeah. kind of like... Right now, they let in... This China we're talking about. Uh, yeah, because they, I, I know it, it's a little bit like we, we are just assuming that all of the international yeah. budget, yeah. all the international box office comes from China, which isn't true, but yeah. a lot of it, it must, is. Yeah, right? well, it's, it's a huge yeah. chunk of it. But yeah. China allows in 36 foreign films per year, mm-hmm. I think is the number. So every time you sit down and you watch a film, there'll be a little screen that pops up. It's green. And it's go do and da da and they have a number, and you can actually count. It says like zero zero one, zero zero two. It tells zero, you, zero, yeah. zero. so it tells you which film has been let in and like with past the censors. Mm-hmm. So you can see, oh, this is the first movie of the year. So for example, Bumblebee, which we saw, Be Bumble, Be Bumble is 
the first film let in for 2019. It was the first past the censors. It was the first foreign mm. release of 2019. Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. Because, I mean, it came out. Mm, yeah. 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 Um, but two month delay. Yeah. Uh, what? So, so do you have any predictions about how Bumblebee has been doing? I think it's still not over, but I would say Bumblebee is doing better than the last movie, but not better than the other ones. And I would say that the split is now like back to like thirty five something or like forty something. It's still at twenty eight seventy one. Wow. Wow. And it's only made uh four hundred million. Wow. So, far. so it's so the it's, 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 it's lagging. Yeah. Although it's still not. But close could here it, in could, China, could it but, also be you know. the lower domestic product uh, thing? Is just less people going to films. I mean, well, part of it too is it, like it less people released, going to cinema. Well, and and in China, it was released right around the place where they start taking out all the foreign films yeah. and they start putting in yeah. uh, because the so we have New Year's or yeah. Chinese New Year's coming yeah. up, and that's when everybody gets let off. So yeah. they have a ton of Chinese movies yeah. because then that's what people go because yeah. they have the extra time. Yeah. So you know. It's, yeah. Yeah, so Xi Jinping assumed office in 2012, yeah. which I guess would make sense mm-hmm. in terms of him like opening up it to the type of commercial business mm-hmm. and stuff that mm-hmm. they would they yeah. would then be like. And Huang Jintao was like kind of. Yeah, he was he was edging towards. I mean, they were already going towards that way, but maybe yeah. it's just like natural trend. Well, maybe it's a natural trend that they just got bored of them. You know? Yeah. <laughs> Well, I mean, so, the, the, it's there for them, and that's around the same time that like YouTube and Facebook was still not blocked in the country. It was two thousand eight? I was gonna say I talked. To, I talked to a few students about this, and they were saying they were saying that um, the reason why so many like Transformers is so well liked because this guy was like, no, I think Transformers is stupid. Um, he was saying it's because all these older generation are there, and this is the first time that they've ever right. seen so it's just like, like these special yeah, effects I mean, and stuff. Yeah, like, and so it's really impressive. I don't, I don't blame them, though. Yeah. Like, If you saw Transformers for the first time, it is so much shit going on on that screen. <laughs> There's so much yeah. stuff. Like, if that's, your, if that's your first experience of cinema, I'm not going to like poo-poo you and say, oh, you watched a bad movie. I'm like, yeah, holy fuck, that was crazy. That's a crazy yeah. film to watch. That's yeah. a like Banana Town, full-on donkey ride crazy express. Don't yeah. you ride crazy express? Yeah, it's pretty bad. That's pretty crazy. Mm-hmm. So I'm no no shaming. Just I think that hopefully with time. With shaming, just aiming. Shame, yeah. Well, so yeah, I, I I guess I guess that that's that's something interesting about yeah China. I feel like I feel like this could use some more <laughs> research into actual yeah like what actually like that. But um, my gut says. Yeah, that's you're going by gut alone. Yeah, that's the only thing you have to live by. Yeah. Anyways, you alive. so so that that's some context as to China mm-hmm. at least. Uh, what, what what do you think about the actual movie itself? I liked it. I liked it a lot actually. Yeah. <laughs> now, upon further reflection, yeah. there's a lot of uh, this is weird to say for a Michael Bay produced film, but there's a lot of like genuine charm and heart that yeah. I think was like put in. To a lot of not only the like the roles like mm-hmm. the act the actors i think actually put like you know they're competent performances but there are some scenes that i'm like yeah, yeah no that's like that's, that's nice that's good yeah. uh you know the 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 every it seems like just a competently made film mm-hmm. with with a bit of charm thrown in and i would be totally okay throwing that on kind of mm-hmm. in the background yeah you know just to watch or whatever if my kid you know if i had a, if I had a child I'd let my child watch that movie. Sure. It's a good kids movie. Yeah. I, I think that I agree with a lot of the people who are saying this later um, or before me yeah. um, is the fact that this should have been the first yeah, totally, Transformers totally, movie totally. because it's a, 
it's a lot more heartfelt, like yeah. you're saying, you know? Yeah. Uh, the first Transformers is an ugly, gross, well, the like, tones are juvenile. Super, and the toasters, the, like, they, they're, they were in the cyan and teal age of Hollywood, yeah. so, like, it was really washed Oh, that's out. Michael Bay. Yeah. He, he loves that. And he has, like, this juvenile sense of humor. Yeah. And his way of shooting is... I mean, yeah. that that's a whole nother deal. But, but this, Bumblebee, this feels a it's, lot It's more, focused on one person. Yeah. It's uh, focused you know, on one, one robot. Person, one, so, one robot and one human. Yeah. And so basically, Bumblebee crashes to Earth. He, he's, he's escaping yeah. Cybertron he, from the Decepticons. He accidentally runs into Mr. John Cena, who plays his role very well. I really enjoyed John Cena. John Cena is the military... military like Sort of hardcore guy. Yeah. Uh, through a series of misunderstandings, uh, the Bumblebee... <laughs> is almost killed and like his voice vocaloid is ripped out by a Decepticon that gets blown up eventually and kind of gets forgotten. And then we see the jump cut like two years probably in the future. So it's, it's unspecified. Longer. I think, I think John Cena's like his, his, his scars, scars heal, it's healed like and stuff. Yeah. But, but yeah, so it's the, our main character played by Haley Stifield. Um, That's a Charlie, Charlie, yeah. she finds Bumblebee. She's like a tomboy mechanic. I'm Charlie Watson. I'm 18. Today, actually. Is the beetle for sale? Pure's kid. Happy birthday. Her Girl. father's dead. Yeah, her father's, father's dead. dead. And she's so, like super sad. Really, the whole entire movie is about getting over grief, grief yeah. and like sad feelings. Yeah. And it's really beautiful, yeah. but you know. She's, she's, a, she's a tomboy and there's like a, yeah. there's a nerdy black guy who like... Yeah, like Memo. Memo, yeah. who's who's super. He, he's, he's another. He's another character. Yeah, the the mom is played by Pamela Alden, who yeah. I I love her. So yeah. of course I'm. She kind of reminds me too. of your mom, to be honest. Yeah. Yeah, and some of her mannerisms. She's not. My mom isn't that. No, I as, know. As, but she reminds me of your mom. And yeah. she her 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 TV show yeah. uh, is like. Does really she play good. the female comedian opposite of or the female Louis, yeah. the person yeah. opposite? Louis. Yeah, he, yeah. She worked a lot with Louis, yeah, yeah. Um, and he helped her get her show. Yeah. Her show is basically the female version of Louis. Her 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 TV show is really good. Yeah. It's it's single mom yeah. dumb and stuff, but she's basically just playing the same character yeah. there. But I, I really liked her in this. Um, yeah. Even even the stepdad. He's like he's just like a. He's just like a. It has. It's it so a, tropey. It's super yeah, tropey. Right? It's like, super tropey. Like this is not breaking any new grounds yeah. by any means, and and the jokes are cheesy. But they hit. But they're. They're endearing, and yeah. they're and again, uh, Michael Bay goes for so much of the pratfalls, so mm. much of the juvenile, mm -hmm. gross out like yeah. like Ugh. like like elementary school like yeah. humor, yeah. and this one is at least a little bit more advanced <laughs> yeah. than that, where they're yeah yeah, and, and they've taken a page out of like Marvel or something like yeah. that, which is I not a Marvel shill or whatever, yeah. but like honestly you're just a snowflake cock <laughs> liberal. Yeah. Honestly that's I don't know. They know how to make a good movie. They do. Uh, they they figure the and, formula out. And, and and like you said, this is a this is more down to earth. This yeah. is more this is one person. Yeah the stakes movie. are super low. There or are the, two Decepticons. Yeah. The stakes are low-ish I should yeah. say. And like there's some neat little things. So like a couple <laughs> things I want to know. They're mostly the John Cena scenes. First, the we see John Cena and he's in an office and this guy John walks Cena. walks in with like a cowboy uniform. Remember that scene? The guy he like walks in with the yeah. memo and he's got like that weird like shirt yeah, on. I don't it's know like, fix it. Anyway, it, it weirded me out. Yeah, but then it was strange. You think that John Cena is gonna be like the military hard ass? He's like, we gotta kill all the things, which he kind of is. But he 
the Decepticons come and they trick the one uh, scientist by being like, we're aliens and we were trying to help you. We're called Decepticon, Decepticon peacekeepers. And then in the meeting, John Cena's like, they're called Decepticons. Are you, like, can we Does, just... Is that no, not a red flag like, to anyone? anyone? Like, they cut, like, it's a bit of meta awareness, which yeah, I really... Yeah, because it is yeah. funny, because, yeah. yeah, like, Decepticons are obviously the evil people. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah, like they I mean, sound, look, and named evil. Yeah. And so there was a lot of little, like, nods to to the, the kind of ridiculousness of it. And, like, even the scientist character who's tricked by the Decepticons at the end, he's like, oh, shit, I made a mistake. John Cena has this sort of... Uh, redemption arc, I guess, with Bumblebee, yeah, and that he kinda, like forgives him. I mean, I kind of, I mean, I saw it coming, yeah, because no. it was all like a miss. That's the thing; you see all these things coming, yeah. but I'm not, I'm not mad about it. I'm, I'm sticking with my metaphor. It. it was a burger that was made, not necessarily satisfied burger. Yeah, sat- it had all the ingredients were in the right places. Yeah. It was made with a good amount of like skill and care. It's not going to wow you, but you're going to be fulfilled. You're going to be satisfied, yeah. and it tasted good. Yeah, definitely. That's why I no, I agree. I'm just looking up, trying to find. Where... Most of the teen actors or like teenish actors were good. The child actor was all right. The child actors, I liked. Yeah. Oh, Angela Bassett, that was it. And Justin Theroux. Okay. Who's Justin Theroux? Oh, and Greg Griffin was in it. John Bailey. Oh my God. Oh, these are awesome. Okay, so I'm just, yeah. I just, I just now look through these. Uh, and, and, and they got Peter Cullen to be Optimus Prime for yeah. the shirt voice, and he's he's done it for every single one. He's yeah. that classic like, we must protect the old spark. <laughs> um, Angela Bassett is one of the evil people, the evil and lady. she's great. Yeah. Uh, Justin Theroux is Dropkick, who's another one of the evil people. They got uh, Steve Bloom to be Wheeljack. Steve Bloom, who's a uh, <laughs> who's a uh, Spike Spiegel among mm-hmm. plenty of other things. Gray Griffin, who is another uh, voice actress, she's someone, I don't know, probably a couple lines. And then John Bailey, who does the, um, mm-hmm. he does the Amish trailer yep. the, uh, things, he, he's Shockwave, he's Soundwave, mm. which is just, aw. <laughs> John Bailey, and I'm also a voice actor. Uh, I've done the voice of, my name is Optimus Prime, Autobots transform and roll out. And also the voice of the Council from XCOM Commander. Um, most of my characters all have the same name in video games. They're all called additional voices. Uh, fill in for a lot of other big actors, the Ryan Reynolds, Chris Hemsworth, you know, the basic adventures folks, uh, as well as various additional creatures and voices. You know, just whatever comes my way. I love to see like a guy who I yeah. know from a YouTube stupid YouTube channel like mm-hmm. make it semi big. I, he got to say like two lines. Yeah, you know. got dumb when some weird like. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, uh, it makes sense. He has a really deep, you know, yeah. thing like that. That's what he does. Okay, another thing I want to say is is maybe one of the reasons because like, w- why does this have a difference than the Michael mm. Bay movies? Mm. And uh, for one thing, he is uh, producing this one. He's mm-hmm. not actually like mm-hmm. putting his hands so much in it. It's directed by this guy Travis Knight, who cut his teeth on Leica films, which is. A bunch of stop motion animation. So mm-hmm. he did like uh, Paranorman, which is good. Kubo and the Two Strings, which is good. Box Trolls, which is good. Coraline, which is good. Some real like impressive stuff. Yeah. So like I, if there's anybody who I would trust more than Michael Bay, it would be this guy. Yeah. And I feel like <laughs> I trust I, anybody more. I trust myself more than Michael Bay to make a fucking competent movie. I feel like <laughs> Travis Knight. Um, I feel like the action was more understandable yeah. and it was clear to find yeah. and like because that's the big thing with michael bay movies is it's hard to keep track of shit kind of concentrate on stuff because yeah. it's so overwhelming he, he had a lot better he bombards you 
Yeah, I think I think he had a better every frame of painting points out about that. Yeah, totally. him. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's that's in the yeah. notes too. Yeah. All of it, man. Yeah. It's all in there. Yeah. Um, but one of the things that I'm I'm I think is interesting is like we blame Michael Bay for the shitty Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movies, mm-hmm. but in this one, I think do we give him? Are we supposed to give him credit now? No, because we blamed him for that. Like, no, I don't know who did the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movies either. I think. I think Michael Bay should not get credit for yeah. producing something. Mm-hmm. I don't think producers should get much credit, to be totally honest. Well, I mean, that's the thing. That's is you harsh. can never really be sure, because producer is such a vague title. Because yeah. sometimes producers do a lot, sometimes producers don't. Jack fucking shit. Um, so you can never really be sure about yeah. that. Um, I'm just looking up this. To be honest, I don't even understand what a producer is supposed to do originally. Like, what was the original? The producer was just somebody who gave the money, right? That was the original... Or is it the production company? Yeah, they can do that, but they can also be involved with the shooting and the casting and stuff like uh-huh. that too. It depends on what production, what you're doing with that, mm-hmm. you know. So, uh, anyways, I guess yeah. Final final scores. Well, I would give a final score of. Well, why don't you go first? Really? You think yeah. I should go first? Yeah. Okay, I'll go first. I'll be nice this time. <laughs> I should be nice. Yeah. Um, I give this a I give this a solid like seven. Mm. Like seven, I, and and upon further reflection, um, like something like Grindelwald, mm-hmm. I think I would take down mm-hmm. for my initial score. Um, but something like this, I feel pretty confident that it's going to stay at yeah. a seven, um, because it was just like, mm-hmm. like again, it didn't do, didn't do amazing, didn't break any new ground, but it also was everything I wanted from it. So yeah, I give it a seven point five. You're nicer than me. Yeah, I I, I liked it a lot. I think Why would I, you give it a seven point five? I would give it a seven point five because it uh, it just really felt like a movie that was uh, genuine in its approach, or at least trying to be genuine with like its core concept, which was when things go away, when you lose something, there's mm-hmm. grief attached to it, and we have different ways of processing it. Yeah. And I think it did like it's not like the again it's not a good like it's not a perfect movie it's it's, it's very workmanlike in a lot of ways mm-hmm. but like it is approaching that problem and because like I I'm so glad they didn't like shoehorn shoehorn in like Memo having something going on with his family I think it was just Charlie yeah and her grief with her dad yeah. and that's it Bumblebee's a yeah symbol for her dad yeah exactly <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then he turns into a fucking Camaro and rides off into the sunset. You do that the whole time? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's pretty funny. <sighs> well, well, go see Bumblebee if you haven't already. Why didn't Optimus Prime help him sooner? He was on the planet. Uh, I think he just got there. He uh, got there recently. I don't know. <laughs> Who knows? Who knows? Yeah, go see Bumblebee. in the sequel. Go see uh, Bumblebee. What would they call it? Bumblebee 2? Bumblebee tuna. Bumble bumble Bumblebee might... tuna. Bumblewinger tuna. Bumblewinger tuna. Hi there, nice to see you. Bumblebee tuna. Bumblebee tuna. Bumble me too. Bumble me too. I don't know. Well, tell us on on uh, Twitter and whatever. Uh, on all those things. What, what you think? What you think Bumblebee two should be called? Love you. Coming up next, playlist of our life, or is, is that what do you want to do? You can find us in Mars.
Music for today is Tears and Fears cover, um, Everybody Wants to Rule the World. It's by Ninja Sex Party, which is a classic internet band. This movie has so much 80s into it, and uh, the soundtrack is one of the best parts. The selected songs that they put on are almost like beat for beat, like what I was expecting. Yeah, and I really understand what the uh, appeal of it is now. It's the catchy music is... lot more apparent to me than it was in the past. The nostalgia that exists out there for this decade. Coming up next, we have Playlist of Our Lives, where we'll be going over some classics from the late 90s. to you with Jacob struggling to cope as he's realized he's made a horrible mistake. I've made a horrible mistake. Um, today in the studio we'll be doing a playlist of our lives, which is a little segment where we go back in time listening to some oldies but goldies. <coughs> oldies but goldies. They're not actually really that old because um, we're only in our 20s, so we're only going back to the mid-90s. That's what I need. Uh, hashtag millennials. Um... I'll just go into history. So we will be looking at the years 1995? Six? Uh, fuck. 1995. One of my favorite years. One of my favorite years. It's a good year. Uh, let's see. Here we go. 1995. Uh, do they have... I just want to see... Uh, fuck. Didn't you just have this open? I'm I kidding. did. I don't know where it went. I'm confused, dude. <laughs> I'm so... Uh, minor technical difficulties here, but we'll all survive. Um, okay. Okay, here we go. All here right. right. All right. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. This is going to be an interesting one. What um, year is it? So this is 96 to 97. Nice. Um, Clutch year. Those are my first memories. We're in the we're in the mid nineties. Great, uh, classic. <laughs> okay, so uh, do you have any predictions for this? Leo? We're in the middle of. I, I will tell you. I think that I this will, is where yeah. we're gonna see this the <clears throat> fucking reign of that that the, the Maria Carey, Mariah Carey. She's just well, gonna. Mariah fuck, Carey's already. You know, I know. For, I know. Like, she's still gonna keep fucking going. She's unstoppable. She's, huh. she's featured twice on the top hundred. There you go. Uh, but she's not on. Ninety six. Ninety six. Here. So what was the last one? <coughs> Waterfalls. Was it waterfalls? Mm-hmm. waterfalls? Okay. So we're still probably in the R- ninety six. We're still in the R and B stage. Mine was Gangster's Paradise. Yeah, we're still in the like the birth of hip hop as like a legitimate thing that can chart top, mm-hmm. and like R and B is still going strong. Mm-hmm. Boy bands have yet to form. Really? I mean, there's maybe just starting to form. Oh, God. I don't know. 
Mm-hmm. I'm just going to put like Mariah Carey in there. Just Mariah Carey? Yeah, that's a safe. That's... Even though I just told you that it's not? Uh, yeah. Right. Oh, God, I forgot that you told okay. me that. So That's fine. Uh, how about like... Um... I don't think you're going to get it. Oh, maybe a remix. Okay. Uh, screw it. It's like um, Dr. Dre or something like that. Alright, so I will just play you Sick. the song because it's the same for both of us because it is it has it dominates, the, it crushes. It has the um the uh honor mm. of being um staying on the hot hundred chart for sixty weeks. Fuck. Only surpassed fifteen years later by rolling in the deep by Adele. So it stayed on the charts for that long, like a really long oh, time. Oh man, so it's, it's, it's gotta be a song I know then. It's definitely a song you know. Alright. The song is near and dear to both of our hearts. Let's go ahead and uh, listen. We, it's, it's, yeah. yeah. Not this one. I love this. I love this jam. This is a commercial. No, I love it. Well. Like, I know this. There's slow, like, recognition on his face, but not quite. If I showed you the music video, you'd get it. Like I know this song. I actually don't know this super well. Is this Desposita point oh five? Um, yeah, in a way, this is Desposita point five. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> this is done by Los Del Rio, and they are. Oh yeah. Los Del Rio. Yeah. Um, Los oh. Del Rio is actually from Spain, but they made it real big in South America. They played for Venezuelan right. like president. Or yeah. Who is it? The something. It president. sounds like shitty house um, music. I know what it is. Like I know the song, but it's just like boom, boom, boom. Yeah, I mean, it's it's uh, it was it was fully in in six though they translated it to English, and that's when they that's when it blew up in America. And, and Britain too. And the song actually. has fucking cur- and the dance. I really see the dance has just mm-hmm. fucking curses ever since. They use the Macarena in Harry Potter. Do they? Yeah. The, the uh, pretty much it did it when they were watching Harry Potter. But they pointed out that the the French girls who like mm-hmm. come and visit oh, yeah, they're well, doing the Macarena. Oh, oh, the you church. mean the dance? I thought you meant the song. No, no, okay, no. Yeah, no, they, sure. they they do the sure. Macarena. In there. Yeah. Well, um, you love talking about um, Bill Gates's dabbing. Yeah. Uh, in 1996, there was a dem- Democratic National Convention, mm. and uh, Vice President Al Gore, sick, uh, having a reputation for stiffness, made a joke about doing the Macarena dance during his speech. Mm. He said, "I would like to demonstrate for you the Al Gore the Al Gore version of the Macarena." Then remained motionless for a few seconds, and eventually asked, "Would you like to see it again?" Dude, that guy's a comic legend. I don't know. People like. People, I hate, like that. People hating on him. Why did he? Hit, why did he get so much hate? Because he was viewed as being boring. I guess he was pretty boring. Al Gore, uh, more like Al Bore. And because he's he's known for like taking credit for stuff. Like that's when he said like I invented the internet, even right. though he never actually said that. Blah blah blah. 
I'm like telling people to like, just like Jimmy Carter, telling Put people on a to like, sweater. yeah, like, hey, don't be a fucking <laughs> idiot uh, with the internet or with um, the yeah. heating or whatever. So the the music video mm-hmm. that was released in the U.S. Uh, features Los Del Rio. They're just literally spamming on a white background. I'll show you a picture of them. They're just they're they're just Dudes. like yeah, they're just kind of old looking guys. Like look at that. Sure. Yeah, like they're not that. They're not that. They're standing in a white background. Yep. There are ten dancers, uh, like female dancers, and they're lip syncing along with the the lyrics. And uh, it samples. Apparently, they sampled a line from The Graduate. I'm not trying to seduce you, um, but they had to take it out huh. based on copyright things. Huh. So I guess there was like a previous the version, version, an old version. But yeah, Macarena. So that was for both of us on 1996. How do you feel about that song? I think it's pretty boring. Yeah, it's, <laughs> I don't not, think it's, it's great. not a great song. I don't it think it's a good song. Doesn't yeah. hold up. Doesn't yeah. hold up. Yeah. Call uh, the sticks in the mud, whatever you want. But it's like it's like it's so overplayed. It's so overplayed. There's so much to it. Yeah. Uh, Desposita. It's just Desposita. Yeah. I mean that's yeah. pretty racist of me just call. Well, anyone. did you hear? Um, I like it. Because that's like this this year's version of Desposito, and I actually like it. It's funny. It's a Calvin Harris like thing. No. no, 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 no. That's slide. I like um, it. That, that's from a while ago. Uh, this one, this one's like Cardi B and some. Other oh yeah, yeah. Do you know yeah, that yeah, one? Yeah, I like it. Yeah, yeah. That that one actually. Does I every like year one. have a Desposito? Like no, but I mean, like some years have like more Despositas than one. Yeah. All right. Any any predictions about 1997? Do you remember from 97? Macarena was still on top of the charts. No, it wasn't. It wasn't at this point. Um, do we have different songs? We do have different songs. I would. We have different songs. 97. Yeah. I'm gonna say right off Chili Peppers. Okay. Do you think they ever made it big enough? I don't know. All right. Well, <laughs> just right. saying right out to the numbers. Do you want me to tell you or do you want to listen to oh, it first? I prefer listening. Okay. We'll listen to it first and then, and then I'll tell you. Seems like yesterday we used to rock the show. I laced the track, you locked the flow. So far from hanging on the block of dough. Notorious, they got to know that Life ain't always what it seemed to be Words can't express what you mean to me Even though you're gone, we still a team Through your family, I feel your dreams In the future, can't wait to see If you open up the gates for me Reminisce sometime, the night they took my friend Try to black it out, but it plays again When it's real, feelings hard to conceal Can't imagine all the pain I feel Give anything to hear half a breath I know you're still living your life after death It's, it's a little interesting though. So to understand this song, you really have to know uh, American hip hop, what's going on at the time. Uh, in March 9, uh, 1997, uh, Notorious B.I.G. gets killed. Yeah. yeah. Tupac's the same year? Yeah, I mean, this one isn't about Tupac. Yeah, I know, but I'm just. I'm it, I don't remember. Yeah. <laughs> I don't remember. So B.I.G. dies. Yep, Notorious B.I.G. dies. So Puff Daddy and Faith Evans, that's who's on this track. And make I, this song, which is "I'll Be Missing You," and it's it's like a tribute to both songs. Notorious B.I.G. Yeah, yeah. 
See, yep. okay, so here's the thing. Like, I was gonna now, I was gonna poo poo it, but now with that context, it's a little bit more like, okay, I can understand that. Yeah. Because I don't, like, I think maybe me being weaned on a life of, like, but then it doesn't hold true because I love the Childish Gambino and the Stranger Thing remix. So, I was gonna say, it's kind of lazy just to have the, the background track just be the thing without, like, fucking with it and just rap over top of it. But Childish Gambino did that all the time. I know, years. and that's the thing. And that's the thing. Yeah. It's just me being selectively assholeish because yeah. I just don't find the thing very interesting i guess yeah i mean it is it's fine it isn't it's, it's fine. not that interesting but it's like it, okay if you listen to his lyrics uh it's touching which it's I, I haven't I, I don't have them in front of me but they're basically saying like hey uh i miss biggie yeah <laughs> that's all uh hey it was good uh yeah uh, you know like so. nothing nothing wrong with that song it's cool that it was on the uh, top too yeah um yeah it stayed on the top for uh bunch of times so he was he was killed in march mm-hmm. and then this song comes out and becomes on top uh in june mm-hmm. and then it stays on there until late august mm-hmm. so for a while there and then directly after that actually is uh this isn't on mine but uh mo money mo problems which is mm-hmm. notorious big like post post uh, yeah <laughs> which is uh yeah, yeah. interesting um, so that yeah, that's kind of a different different thing. Like different that's, vibes. That's, yeah, that's that's an interesting thing that that would that would that would even come up. You know, like mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Uh, next one. Uh, any any I don't know any uh, predictions. I mean, I think if we're still in that hip hop vibe. Yeah. But I don't know what. Mm-hmm. I don't know what. Okay. Uh, well, I will say that this is someone who we've. Seen before. Oh, it's Mariah Carey. <laughs> right after that. You know. <laughs> yeah, Mariah Carey Comes kills this list. Storming back. Yeah. Kills this list. Mariah Carey. She's, she's the... Is she is she Beyonce of mm-hmm. the 90s? Is she the Beyonce of like the, she's the 90s? Stayed, because, well, she's... She's, she's, still, she's still good. She's been top on the charts like for a like, no, century. But, but in terms of... Like, you know? <laughs> she's immortal. She's an immortal vampire yeah, queen. in a way. Yeah. Um, so this song is my carry. Again, that sort of yeah, just gets definitely. on my nerves. Yeah, yeah, she does a ton. I mean, that's she's, she's good at it. Snaps. It's just sort of like I don't know, tiring for me. Got that funky baseline. But then again, I'm also like a pretentious douchebag who likes Grizzly Bear and stuff like that, who also do like sort of whoa, whoa, whoa. But it's different. Mm-hmm. Um, so this 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 song is interesting because uh, this is like the the year of Puff Daddy because mm-hmm. he produces this song mm. he's the one who's like behind yeah, this like, makes all the money like that yeah i mean that is really how he does it um and so uh it's it's also got q-tip who's from yeah, um, classic who's from uh yeah. from tribe called quest yeah mm. so Q- q-tip is also on it tribe called quest they also have some guy steven stevie j jordan which i 
It's a great name. Should Steven know, Steven Stephen J. Jordan. Which which I maybe should know. Hmm. Uh, this 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 one is called Honey. I don't know if I ever said that. Before. I don't know if I said that. We didn't say the name. Oh, I didn't say this one. Okay, so it's Honey, um, and this is like uh, Mariah Carey's her transition from like adult alternative mm. or like adult contemporary, like kind of more. She's a bit more funky with this one. Yeah, she's oh, a bit more funky. She, 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 she's, she's shifting more to a hip-hop, R&B type mm. thing, mm. Um, which, you know, can be shown, seen by the fact that she got, you know, Puff okay. Daddy to mm-hmm. do his, uh, you know, producing thing. Uh, the, the song itself is just talking about, I don't know, basically <laughs> the fact that she's... Her honey, I don't know. Yeah. She likes bone in this dude. The part that is most famous, perhaps, mm. is the fact that the mu- music video, I'm reading directly, mm. presented a more sexual and less conservative image of Carrie mm. than she'd previously been seen. The video features her being held hostage in a mansion where she escapes in a James Bond themed plot. Subsequent scenes show Carrie escaping her assailants on a watercraft, dancing aboard a ship with sailors. And frolicking on a beautiful island with her lover. The video that's garnered... A really sh- that's, it must be a long song or a really short video because it's a lot of stuff to happen in one it's video. five minutes long. Oh, fuck. The video garnered much coverage as many comparisons were made between the video and rumors of her failing marriage. Mm. So, yeah, I mean... Not really anything that interesting on here. I wouldn't particularly mm-hmm. listen to this. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, this this these two years, kind not of really just, much there. Kind huh? of just a kind of not uh, much there. Nothing. The, Yours the sh- was okay. The ship is moving, but Yours is all right. But we're mostly just cruising. We're the ship is moving, but we're still cruising. Yeah. Uh, and I'm cruising for a bruising. You are cruising for a bruising. <laughs> Someday at the end of all this, when we actually get up to 2018, we'll have to put it together in a playlist and then listen yeah. to it and see yeah. if it works or not. In like one solid playlist? <laughs> yeah, in one solid playlist. Somebody who doesn't know what we're doing. So yeah. we like we, we get somebody in and we just play the... We, we strap them to a chair and we make them listen to the Okay, well, music. we don't need to do that. We hold I mean, them hostage. Okay. We beat them up. We tear out their teeth. That's weird. Why them... would you tear up their teeth? So they can't bite us. Uh, I also got TikTok about. today because on Reddit... Somebody said, today I learned that Gary Gygax was, uh, Gary Gygax's wife uh, tracked him down to a basement and like, I was like, that's our fucking podcast. Don't you fucking, today I learned uh, your shit. I wanted to like shill our own podcast on You should. I, but I don't have a Reddit account. So you should. I, I missed my chance. It's too late. That was our one chance to become famous, Jacob, and I fucked it up. That's not our one chance. I, I We're already it. famous. That's what are you true. talking about? My mom, our moms love us. Our mommies love us. <laughs> I just say it like that. It's worse than our daddy. <sighs> daddy loves you. <laughs> your, your finger. Ooh. That's oh, his kink. God. <laughs> um, well, this has been a loose uh, episode of I think it's been uh, a great episode. of our lives. It's been very tight. What are you fucking talking about? <laughs> Silly. Um, coming up next. Right? Nothing more? Yeah. Coming up next. D- Dicks of the week. Where we talk about the best Richards. The best Richards we know. Mm-hmm. Oh. Now I like dollars, I like-
like diamonds, I like stunning, I like shining, I like million dollar deals, where's my pen, bitch I'm signing, I like those Balenciagas, the ones that look like socks, I like going to the Tula, I put rocks all in my watch, I like sexes from my exes when they want a second chance, I like proving niggas wrong, I do what they say I can't, they call me Cardi, Cardi, banging body, spicy mommy, hot tamale, hotter than a Somali, fur, go, Hop up the stool, jump in the coop, big dip on top of the roof, fixing on bitches as hard as I can, eating halal, driving a lamb. So that bitch, I'm sorry though, got my coins like Mario. Yeah, they call me Cardi B, I run this shit like Cardi. Yo, diamond district in the chain. Music for this interlude is I Like It, which has Cardi B, Bad Bunny, and a bunch of other artists that I can't remember off the top of my head. I really like this song. Um, I think it's a better Macarena. I think it's a better Disposito. This comes from primarily a bunch of Puerto Rican artists, and uh, this is a year when Puerto Rico kind of got slammed really hard. So, I mean, at least they had a top single. I don't know. Still, maybe it doesn't count for much, but I do appreciate the fact that these artists came out with this uh, cool song at a time where things are not so cool. That's about it for this part. Um, pretty short. Let's move on to picks of the week. I said I like it like that. I said I like it like that. I'm a district in the chain. Hello, welcome back to the show. It's Picks of the Week, where we talk about things that we like or don't like, but today and this week, it's things that we do like on Picks of the Week with Real Human Beings. Uh, Picks yeah. of the week. Picks of the week. Picks of the week. Yeah, so uh, mine is, I guess I'll go first. Uh, sure, go tr- for it. Yeah, let's, I'll just take, yeah, take control it. this pony. Control that pony, my friend. My mom had a pony growing up. She called it, uh, I think it was like Fireball or something like that. Kicked in the window of her car once or something like that. Okay. Um, but then I kept it. I don't know. That's the only story I know. She also... <laughs> just thinking... That's the only story you know? No. So anyway, my pick of the week... <laughs> What's your pick of the week? My pick of the week, Jacob, What's is... What's your pick of... What? It's a little bit self-referential. It's a little bit congratulatory. <laughs> uh, I've been working uh... on uh, a tabletop RPG system, which I have called Ogre, which is Open Gaming Role-Playing Experience. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I've like mostly cribbed most of my notes uh, from other systems, but I've had a lot of fun playing it and like just thinking about it and designing it. And it's an interesting... Uh, world and headspace to get into when you think about game design. I like it when you have to mm-hmm. try and strike that balance between uh, wanting whatever it is, let's say you're designing a card game or whatever it is, players to be able to enjoy it versus complexity and like 
making something simple and accessible can honestly be the hardest thing that you can do. Yeah. Like you could and just that's, make that's your that's your goal yeah. right now. Yeah, to, to simplify. Yeah. To 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 make it to a point where I don't have to tell somebody what to do. It should be pretty apparent. Yeah. Because when you play D and D and other systems, generally one person has spent a lot of time reading a book very carefully yeah. and kind of can coach people through it. Right. It's very hard for just somebody to walk in, pick up a D&D book, and just kind of use the system. And that's your goal? Yeah, this? I want it to be something that you could theoretically just show to somebody and go, oh, okay, I understand. Maybe it's not their bag of tea. Maybe it's not what they want. Yeah. Um, but at least have it be to a point where the rules are simple enough. Like Monopoly, for example... As like when you look at successful games, games that are uh, widely popular over a huge audience, mm-hmm. Monopoly doesn't require that much explanation. Nor does poker. Nor does any game. And you can chess can you can explain in five minutes, yeah. but it takes. You really think? Ogre, I feel like ogre takes a poker. Oh, ogre. Ogre. Your 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 game takes explanation. Oh, okay. Sorry, I'm not you at said that point. Poker. I thought you said ogre. No, I said poker. You said poker. Poker. That's different. Poker. Yeah, okay. Sorry. Poker. <laughs> no, that's, no. That's ogre so takes explanation, and that's the part mm-hmm. that I'm working with. And I don't think I'll ever get to the point where it's perfect. I don't think that's For impossible. Sure. I mean, well, that's impossible. But it's just fun to be in that headspace again and being like, okay, I need to think about this and balance that, and what can I remove? What do I think is necessary? What, what so do selling, I value? Because it also of, it also shows yeah. me like what I value. Well, sell me on this game, like man on Elev- the street. Elevator game. pitch. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, so I mean, what, why, why should I play your game? Uh, besides oh, ease of access. That's tough. Like, what, what about your game is different than than D and D, for example? Okay. Um, I think the 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 main benefit uh-huh. for Ogre is that it is flexible enough. Yeah. To allow for. Uh, the best way to describe this because I've used so many buzzwords problems. if a person wants to make their own setting they can use Ogre because yeah. it is completely setting agnostic mm-hmm. uh, it does it does what it is trying to do by uh, making players think of their character not only in terms of like an adjective like a descriptor some mm-hmm. sort of way of thinking of it because I think D&D does that in with like ideals and whatnot, mm-hmm. but the description of the character usually just comes out to stats. I have 18 strength. I'm really strong. Mm-hmm. I have blah, blah, blah. I have this. And there is still that in Ogre. I'm not saying that, that there isn't. But I'm trying to find some way to just not only be the stats. Yeah. Um, and then also to have, for the people who struggle with D&D, which is generally pretty like number dense, uh, all of the things that you use are kind of like resources. Mm-hmm. I am going to spend stamina. I am going to spend willpower. So in a way, it's more like a board game, almost in that sense. That where you have to pay for things. Yeah, it's it's a little bit more uh, obvious as to what you're doing with things at any given time. I think, but maybe that's just because I've spent so long in D and D. That's not really an elevator pitch. It's so much a weird explanation. Hey, that's what I was trying to get at. <laughs> uh, I think that I don't know. It's just it's just really fun to. To put your mental energy towards something that isn't um, writing or schoolwork or even music, just something purely yeah constructed. It's it's kind of like building a Lego set, yeah. And that like you can follow the rules, mm-hmm. but you could also just make something yourself, and, that, and that's fine. Yeah, 
Right. Well, that's 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 interesting. That's a, that's an important thing. There's mm. a Nakey Jakey uh, video where he talks about Red Dead Redemption, Red Dead Redemption which mm. I think is interesting, where he talks about like Lego sets mm. versus you know playing freeform Lego thing. Yeah. I don't know. Um. Yeah. I, I will say that I've played a we played mini Boston. we played mini like, adventures. <laughs> yeah. And it's it's a lot more narrativist. It's a lot more um, you're flexible mm-hmm. and more about like okay this it's is faster something. too That's yeah i like it's that fast. too it's faster D D is so much like that final fantasy of like yeah. i'm gonna go then you're gonna, you're gonna go. go yeah no, i'm gonna I'm, go i i just um, so yeah. I, I i appreciate that i think it's a good i think it's a good thing it's a good idea yeah cool yeah um my pick of the week is a um another thing that you listen to uh, it's uh, a podcast. It was ki- said, um, considered by, what was this? Uh, iHeartRadio, um, it won uh, the best scripted podcast. Mm-hmm. And it was one of the best podcasts of 2018 by Apple. It's uh, Wolverine, The Long Night. Mm. So I, I was worming my way up a ridge and glass in the meadow below. The wolves were fading in and out of sight. And that's when I saw them. Man, he's crouched low and he's running with the wolves. And he stared right at me. Marvel and Stitcher present Wolverine The Long Night. Out now, only on Stitcher Premium. For one month free, go to wolverinepodcast.com and use promo code MARVEL. Basically, the elevator pitch of this is uh, federal agents are led to the fictional town of Burns, Alaska, while working a serial murder case. Logan is the main suspect. The agents will un- uncover Logan's dual identity and the corruption in the small town. He's expecting, except attempting to escape from society. Um, however, he is drawn to execute frontier justice. Located nearby is the Aurora cult, who may or may not be involved with the mur- murders. So it's like... It's like an old comic serial. Yeah, and and it's it's a mystery, um, and you see it through the eyes of these two, like federal agents mostly. Um, they're kind of the the the, the people, and it does delve a little bit into um, like uh, like the female character is like all kind of like um, like from the bridge that that one mo- that one TV series. She's like all, what's the word? Uh, like Asperger's she's like she doesn't like to touch anything she's very like whatever and the other guy is like this you know kind of smooth talking like mm-hmm. that's a little bit but that's what I love it's, it's but it's it's kind of good because you, it's comforting that right, way exactly. and that it's, it's like kind of a little it's cheesy but like it's also it's also really well produced and it's also really creepy too that's mm. the other thing that I really like about it because it's a little bit horror it's a little bit like it's 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 um yeah, it's good. Uh, the uh, Logan is Richard Armitage, who mm-hmm. is um, Thorin Oakenshield from the, yeah. the um, which call it Hobbit movies. He delivered um, some okay performances in that movie. <laughs> yeah, I mean that, that's the thing that I think he's best known for. Yeah. I guess uh, he did. I think he did all right. He's yeah, the, I mean he's, the he's only, not horrible. Him and uh, Feely and Keeley were the only hot dwarves. Well, I mean, <laughs> hot dwarves, hot dwarves. In any case, uh, it's. I haven't even listened to all of it, but I really do enjoy enjoy it, and um, yeah, it's good. It's just well produced, and I think uh, oh, geez, anyone would enjoy it. Oh, excuse me, excuse me. It oh. sounds really good, Jacob. <laughs> That's me not being a Marvel shill. 
picking a Marvel property as yeah. my pick of the week. My favorite thing is about this. <laughs> I clapped when I saw Wolverine. Uh, well, we do have fun here, don't we? But that's it for tonight, folks. For all of you out there waiting to hear about life's answers poorly, we wish you bon voyage. Good luck. We hope that we answered some of them poorly for you. No. Is that something? No? No. We don't answer anything here, Jacob. I thought we answered it, but poorly. No, that's the thing. It's poorly because we don't answer them. Start talking about the <laughs> tabletop d- RPG Jesus. that no one will ever really? play. Yeah. Besides you, us. You say that, Jacob. This is, guys, put it here first, folks. Yeah. This is where you can go back in like history and like, years go back. Like, oh, we're going to be like, we're going to be like famous <laughs> or rather Alden's going to be famous. I'll be the, you'll I'll be, be you'll well, be. maybe I'll be the Gary Gygax who no, steals no. your, I'm, if, if anything, I'm either Dave Martin. Like, so. looking, no, you're you're um, Rob Kunz. <laughs> no, you just wanted to call me cunt, didn't you? <laughs> no, I think no, no, I think I am the guy X, because who's more likely to get hooked up with Starless and Cocaine than Hollywood <laughs> Jacob? You or me. Uh, yeah. You know who else is in, in, in featured in that a lot is um, the happening. No, no, in in the, the newest, well, yeah, in, in the newest Transformers yeah. ones is um, oh crap, uh, T.J. Miller mm. and um, oh he's like this weird I science. I think donor. Scott Eastwood is. Megan Fox did not come back. No, she so got, what like, happened? There was like this whole tiff. in between. I th- I'm pretty sure it's four and five. It's either one and two or two and three. Yeah. Um, she like just basically insulted the movies and right. so ma- and so what's his face? Uh, threw her off. Yeah. Uh, fuck. This is totally randomly aside. I'm sorry if it's recording with the podcast here, but I'm just trying to think. Like, what did I give the score to the re- uh, the Last Jedi? What was my score for that? Was that a nine point five? I give it a nine. I, give it, I, I think you didn't get. I think you gave it a lot less I than me. Really. You gave it an 8.9 cuz you're like I can't give it that right. 9. That's right. You said that. That's right. I was trying to remember. I, like, I would give it a, I would give Last Jedi a 10 now. Yeah. I really like that movie. Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy I think I gave it a 10. It's fun too. We we never did it at Pod. We never did it at Pod. No. I thought we did a Pod. <laughs> no, we didn't. Well, <clears throat> up next on the Wait, the podcast, a review of Guardians is- of the Galaxy Volume 2 on the next podcast, episode uh, 28. 
What's that one song that's always consistently on the top charts in the UK for like the past million zillion years? Mr. Brightside. <laughs> yeah. It's like every time it gets low in popularity, they start blasting on the radios again, so that picks up and like it's just it's never left. It's a fun. It's a good song. It's a good jam. Mm-hmm. I just can't get here. I'm so. taking control. Before you turn that off, I saw a picture not only of look up Mary Jo Gygax, but look like big hair and try and find this one photo because, well, goddamn, dude, this is <laughs> gross. Where is she? Oh yeah, man, really? No, 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 hold on. Where is? There's this one photo. I gotta find her. She's like in like a little dress, and it's like. Somebody, somebody was posting on Reddit like because it was like the story about her cheating, yeah. and then uh, <laughs> she goes like, uh, somebody, the comment was like, uh, man, that's kind of more depressing than than actually having an affair, right? Like your your husband is just playing war games, yeah. And then uh, somebody wrote, it's like Mary Jo, she's like, guy act or Gary, why didn't you cheat on me? And then the response, because it'd be too dicey. It's really stupid. Don't worry about it. I'll find the picture for you. Let's wow. Was that really what you were... But don't because worry it about really it! really dicey. Don't worry Ow. about it. Oh, oh man. Come on, you're not that weak. That's the, that's the thing that we... That's the thing that we're famous for is our Guy Gax episode. People, people in the in the future, people will be like, oh, man, that Guy Gax episode. That was not, the best. <laughs> not the best one. <laughs> it was this one. No, I didn't think that. All right. <laughs>